Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, It's a Race. Brand new CNN exclusive poll numbers breaking at this hour as I am recording this podcast shows that the race has dramatically shifted uh, for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination. We see Biden losing altitude since last month and we see Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris surging in support. And what it makes is a very competitive battle for the Democratic nomination, at least among those top four contenders. Here are the numbers. In this poll, Joe Biden is at 22 percent. Kamala Harris is at 17 percent. Elizabeth Warren is at 15 percent. And Bernie Sanders is at 14 percent. So... This has obviously shifted where Joe Biden is now carrying a very narrow lead in this race, not the huge lead that we had seen in some previous polling. Uh, This poll, this survey uh, of Democrats uh, was taken entirely after both debates in Miami were completed. And I'm going to get to some of that specific debate reaction, but clearly Uh, Joe Biden standing and Elizabeth Warren standing and Kamala Harris is standing. No doubt the debates had some impact on that. But what you see here is a 10 point drop for Joe Biden from 32 percent to 22 percent since last month. And remember, in April, when he got into the race at sort of the height of his candidacy, we had him at 39 percent. So he went down to 32 and then now down uh, to 22 Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren have doubled their support since last month's poll. Last month, we saw Harris at 8 percent. In this poll, she's at 17 percent. Last month, we saw Warren at 7 percent. In this poll, she's at 15 percent. Last month, we saw Sanders at 18 percent, and he's down four at 14 percent in this poll. Nobody else in this poll cracks 5 percent. The number 5 slot goes to Pete Buttigieg, who in this poll is at 4%. Last month, he was at 5%. Uh, Now, obviously, Pete Buttigieg had a monster fundraising quarter, raising nearly $25 million in the second quarter. Nothing to sneeze at. Probably only Joe Biden can outraise him for this quarter. Uh, So he's going to be in this race for a while. But he now needs to figure out how to spend that money in a way that organizes his campaign and gets his message out to actually impact his standing in the race. Uh, Because clearly right now there's a top tier of four candidates, Biden, Harris, Warren and Sanders. Now, a little bit about what's underneath these numbers. The African-American vote is fueling Joe Biden's narrow lead. Obviously, looking at these subsets by race increases to a substantial uh, margin of error here as I'm talking about it. 12.5% margin of error when I'm talking about some of these subgroups here for African-American voters. But I think it's instructive, nonetheless, to get a sense of what I mean by 
black support is fueling his narrow lead right now for Joe Biden. Among African-Americans in this poll, again, with a big margin of error, Biden is at 36 percent. Harris is at 24 percent. Warren is at 12 percent. Sanders is at 9 percent. Now, among white voters... Biden's at 20, Harris is at 17, Warren's at 16, Sanders is at 15. So it's not that he doesn't potentially have a little edge among white voters as well, but the substantial uh, edge in these data come from African-American voters for Joe Biden. I mentioned the debate impact. We actually asked who did the best job in the debates uh, among the people who watched the debate or followed the debate, read about the debate in, in news coverage, seen some clips from the debate. So if you watched or followed the debate, who did the best job in the debates? Kamala Harris gets 41 percent of debate watchers or followers saying that she did the best job in the debates. Nobody else comes close. Warren at 13%, Biden at 10%, Castro at 4%, Sanders at 4%, Buttigieg at 3%, and Booker at 2 41% of debate watchers or followers said Harris did the best job. That's a clean victory, as the sort of instant analysis after Thursday night's debate, I think, uh, made clear. These numbers are backing that up. We also thought this was an interesting finding. We asked people, which candidates do you want to hear more about? Other than the one you're supporting, which candidates do you want to hear more about? Harris wins on this score also. Again, I think showing some potential upside to her candidacy. 30% of potential Democratic voters say uh, they want to hear more about Harris. 24% about Warren. 23% about Buttigieg. That then drops for 17% for Booker, 16% for Castro and Sanders, 15% for Biden. Nobody else in double digits there. So Harris has that benefit as well. Uh, Warren and Buttigieg uh, just behind her. One warning sign for Harris in these numbers that I think is is pretty interesting is actually on the issues. Uh, We tested, you know, who of these Democratic candidates do you think can best handle the economy or best handle uh, the climate crisis, best handle health care? And among all of those three, those three top issues, health care, climate crisis and the economy, Kamala Harris is behind Biden and uh, Warren and Sanders. She got 6% say she can be, she's the best to handle the climate crisis. I think 10% was her best score there. So Joe Biden, the economy is a strong suit for him. 28% say that Joe Biden is the one that is best equipped to handle the economy. So I do think it is worth paying attention there. The one issue that we tested that Kamala Harris comes away clearly winning is race relations. She significantly outpaces the field on that issue. But on health care, on climate crisis, on the economy, she is struggling against those other top three competitors. Only 10 percent says she does the best job on health care. Six percent say that, as I said, on climate crisis. Six percent say she would do the best job on the economy. You know, Uh, Let's see. On the economy, it's 28 percent for Biden. I said 19 percent both for Biden and Sanders on the climate crisis. They think they would be uh, best handling that. And on health care, that's a Bernie Sanders issue. Twenty six percent of these Democrats say that Bernie Sanders is the one that could best handle health care. Biden is at 18 percent on that. But on race relations, 
Harris is at 29% and Biden comes in at 16%, best to handle race relations. But you see a sort of issue policy advantage right now that Biden, Warren, Sanders can lean into there as they try to deal with this uh, surging Kamala Harris. There are a lot of great numbers here to dig into. I do want to just touch on what is still clearly Joe Biden's calling card and strong suit, and that is being seen as the one that could defeat Donald Trump. Just to remind you, uh, we've seen this throughout polling data throughout the last six months. Do you want somebody who has a strong chance of beating Trump or somebody who shares your positions on the issues? When that is given as a choice to Democratic voters, 61% say strong chance of beating Trump, 30% say someone who shares your positions on the issues. And then when we asked Democrats, which candidate has the best chance to beat Trump, 43% say Biden. 43%. Clear winner in this category. 13% say Sanders, 12% Harris, 12% Warren. The other three are bunched up right there. Biden, the moment some candidate is able to pierce this notion that Biden is the best equipped to beat Trump, he could be in serious trouble. Um, Now, maybe the debate was the beginning of that. Probably much will be judged on his next debate performance. But this is a strong suit for Joe Biden right now. You know, more than six in 10 Democrats want a Trump beater. And he is seen overwhelmingly as the best one positioned to be that person. That is a big strength for him right now. And just quickly, I want to touch on the issue of health care, which got a lot of play in last week's debates. The notion when everybody was asked uh, on the second night, if indeed they would support having a government health care program extend benefits to undocumented immigrants, everyone on the stage raised their hand in support of that. That is a very unpopular position with the country at large. Thirty eight percent of Americans broadly in this poll uh, say yes. Government health insurance should be available to undocumented immigrants. Fifty nine percent say no. Now, why were they raising their hand? Because if you just look at Democratic voters, it completely flips. 61% of Democrats in this poll says, yes, that should be available to undocumented immigrants. 36% of Democrats say no. So when you saw all those Democrats there raising their hand, it was a classic political bind. The party that they're seeking to lead and win the nomination for, they wanted to see those candidates raise their hand. But the country overall, the general electorate, if you will, to win the presidency is completely, not completely, but largely opposed to it. Six and ten are opposed to it. So that is um, a bind for these Democrats. And obviously Donald Trump tweeting about it right away keenly understood that fact. I would imagine you're going to hear a lot more about that when he sees these numbers. And then this is what's so intriguing about the issue of getting rid of private insurance in a Medicare for All system, which has been such a big part of the coverage of the Medicare for All policy position, and specifically for Kamala Harris, who has been um, all over the map in explaining her thinking on this from when she was on the town hall stage uh, on CNN in January with Jake Tapper saying, let's get rid of all of that, then explaining that later in an interview that she was talking about bureaucracy getting rid of, not getting rid of private insurance because the Sanders bill has a limited role for private insurance, basically for cosmetic coverage in his bill so that there is some role for private insurance. But then when presented with the fact that basically Medicare for all, you know, basically gets rid of private insurance the way it is now. Um, She wouldn't concede that point with Don Lemon in a second CNN town hall she did. And then 
last week at the debates asked about this and she raised her hand suggesting she wanted to get rid of private insurance and then the next day had to say she misheard the question. It's very odd uh, because here the country at large and the Democratic Party line up. Unlike health care for undocumented immigrants, here only 30 percent of Democrats favor replacing private insurance with Medicare for all. Only 30 percent, 49 percent do not favor replacing private insurance. And that number gets even tougher for the Sanders, Warren, sometimes Harris position because it's down to when you look at the electorate broadly, I think it's only 21 percent of Americans want to replace private insurance plans for Medicare for all. So I would imagine it won't be too long before Kamala Harris firmly lands uh, where Joe Biden and others are, which is that not to disrupt the private insurance that people are happy with. Uh, I have a feeling she'll end up landing there if these numbers are instructive. And she really will try to take back that moment where she raised her hand uh, with Bernie Sanders the other night on the debate stage. Please go to CNNPolitics.com. Check out Jennifer Agesta's full write-up of the numbers. Dig into them. Lots of crosstabs. We'll be talking about this for days to come. This is a really defining moment. This is a snapshot. It is just one poll. Take it with that grain of salt. But this snapshot is one that doesn't look like the previous snapshots of this race. So there's something on the move here. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So, you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.